Welcome back. Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese. Momentum is, is real right now. If you're new to the show, thank you for checking us out. If you've been on the journey with us, thank you for just being on this train with us. Go back to the back catalog. We got the Prose, uh, Sleep Sinatra, and Lloyd Juco, and I don't know, everybody else, uh, Ricky Hyde. I mean, if you know what's going on in the underground scene, then you know why these people are important. The come up is real. Golden, The Golden Era Part 2 is, is here. And we can't speak about this this resurgence in hip-hop without, without talking about one of the people in it right now doing some creative, outside-the-box hip-hop that's not just what you get from Griselda and not what you get from like people like Danny. So this is something equally as good, but has a lot of lush textures to it. Producer MC Dabzini is here. Good <laughs> sir, how are you? Peace. peace, peace. I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm excited to have you on because hip-hop's an interesting thing. Music is in an interesting place because it's all about what comes out Friday and then we forget about those projects the next Friday because right. of the power yeah. of the internet. It gives everybody instant instant food, but no substance. So sometimes right. with so much content coming out, we people it's hard to catch up to everything. And that's an interesting thing to say because I feel, because I'm applying it to me, that people yeah. are overlooking you a little bit because of so much stuff coming out, but then if they really sit down and listen to your work, it should be work that's on the radar of everyone. How are you managing that kind of movement where music is moving so fast and trying to keep up and keep your name and in, in, in your in your music in, in in people's ears as long as possible? How how do you manage to do that? What have been some of the struggles with that? Well, I, I think it's mainly just hard work and, you know, just connecting with people. Because um, me and my homies really never got into making music to be seen. It was it was more of a safe space. I feel like visibility is something that, that comes with the art, you know? But Psych War originally, that's like me and, and Zay and Doof, and Chris and all those guys. Um, we just wanted somewhere to talk shit, honestly, and, and, you know, be ourselves. And, you know what I'm saying? Not have to worry about, like, oh, who's making this beat or who's doing this? Like, everybody has a trade. Everybody has something that they do in the group. And, you know, we have sick ideas and, you know, a lot of shit that we just need to get off our chest. And I think that's how it started. And I feel like as long as we stay true to that, you know, like doing stuff for each other and trying to, trying to hold each other down as brothers that's that's really what it's about that is an impressive thing to say um, especially with the game being so money driven but you know it also is like you know Griselda thinks the same way I know Brownback Money thinks the same way Um, yeah but your sound with the whole with your whole team and Prose episode right before this it it, it does like you know if hip hop is walking down the lane you guys are walking next to it but on a gravel road it's like we're right. gonna, we're gonna we're 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 your music is is at times eerie, but yet but yet it can often make me feel like 
uncomfortable. Like yeah. it's not. I'm not bring. I'm not. This is something like it's an isolated. Like I feel like I can listen to it. I need to listen to it by myself. Right. Um, Absolutely. How, how is this sound created? Is that on purpose, or how much of this is just you and your and what well, comes out of your pores naturally? It's definitely on purpose. I mean, but it's more of like it's a, it's a it's a frequency. Like, because we weren't we weren't the niggas that were like you know heavy in the streets, but we also weren't the niggas that were like you know nerdy. We just like kind of like in between and just wow, you know. And that's 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 what we all most of us have in common. Just like you know, we either skated or did graffiti or we were artists or just just something, you know. And we all have our own personal issues. And I feel like artists, you know, it's, they're supposed to be happy art. And there's supposed to be art that, like, you know, makes you think and it makes you uncomfortable. And I think you once you figure out your voice, you know, like for a long time, I was making rap that was influenced, you know, because I'm from Virginia. So some of my rap music was influenced by trap stuff because I grew up on Gucci Mane and Three Six Mafia, T.I. and Slim Thug. I mean, the whole Swisher House era was on BT when I was like young because I'm only I'm only 24. Most of us are under under 25 in the group. So, like that stuff just didn't resonate with us. But in 2017, me and Chris made an album called Corduroy Faces, yeah. and it was kind of, you know, like a testament to where we had come from, and like, you know, just the battle scars and just like being from a a, a, a navy town, and you know, and just like having to to play both sides, you know, like walk walk a thin line between, you know, like two worlds. So we we try to exemplify that, just a, a kind of a punk aesthetic and mindset, but deeply rooted in you know hip hop, like Mob Deep, East Coast sound, and like you know, because it's it, to me it's one and the same, you know. Yeah, for sure. As someone who who grew up in Brooklyn and and born in, I was born in. I'll give my age. I was born in 1980. I was there yeah. in the beginning. So for me to be impressed by you and Prose and the whole new movement that's going on takes a lot. It just yeah. takes a lot for OGs like me. I'm not one of these OG haters. I, I mean, I, I don't like trap and I don't really like the mumble stuff, but it doesn't mean yeah. I'm going to knock it too much. It just means no, that like, if you're going to do it, do it good. Until yeah. I hear it good, I'm not going to be on the on it. But yeah. when I <laughs> when I heard when I heard your projects, Saga of of the Swamp Thing and Operation Mogul. It was like, oh, this is this is a listening. This is an interesting listening experience because it was rooted in all the things you just said. I definitely East Coast influences was there, but it's also was it was it dared to live in its uncomfortableness, and yeah. and it it was a rewarding listening experience if you're if you would dare to hang on to listen to it. Like I think most people right. might listen to like the first two songs and be like, uh, okay, whatever, and move on. I actually yeah. think that's a mistake. I think that in order to understand what all the songs are really doing, you have to listen to the totality of the album. Yeah, cohesively. Yeah. yeah. How, but Swamp so Thing was like, that's interesting you say that because that's exactly what I wanted the album to be. Like I wanted that intensity of living in Norfolk, you know, 
like being from Virginia and being near the swamp and just having to deal with all just, you know, everything on a day to day basis, just to like, you know, the anxiety of, you know, just and then at very, very, the very least being young and black, you know, in a small town like that, like that's still south of the Mason Dixie, you know. Yeah. So everything is leading up to that final song where I'm I'm actually peeling the layers back, you know, and I'm giving you my myself. But leading up to that, you're just getting anxiety, you know. There, there's so much to the Swamp Thing. I think people like knock that character so much, but it's one yeah. of the most dense reads like in comic book history. Yes, because I'm a comic yeah. book nerd. You could suck yeah. my left nuts if you don't like that. <laughs> just the left one I mean, the right one's for other, other people that's the existential crisis man it's like I'm in this body but I don't fucking identify with this 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 form like you know it's like I've, you've made me into this fucking thing and, and you, you fear me and you fear me cause I'm not yeah, one of you yeah you fear me yeah but I'm only a reflection of what you know I'm, a, I'm an outcome of, of all the things all these atoms and, and <laughs> you know things that are just colliding constantly it's, it's an amazing it's an amazing project I appreciate that man and from a, an old cat like me that's obsessed with Wu-Tang Clan more than I should be it's like fandom that's unreasonable um, um, yeah <laughs> it's, I, I would admit it. Um, it 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 definitely hits the right notes and I want to give a shout out to Respect Duke Podcast um, I'm a big fan of theirs I know I learned a oh, lot yeah, about you homie. through them, so I'm not one homie of these Nick, haters. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a hater. I, I, shout I, out I, to Nick. I, yeah, shout out to Nick and Sherry. I, I, if they put something out, go check them out on their podcast and, and their links. If they put something out, it's definitely worth your time because this is where I discovered uh, Dab Zine. It's a shout out to you guys. <laughs> Hence why my questions aren't exactly what they ask because I, I want something. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to repeat. That. I don't, I don't want to repeat. Saying that, I want to. The Saga of the Animal Man is the next project we got to work on right here. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just to complete the circle. Um, saying that, when, when you're producing, when when you're creating as a producer because you're doing both when yeah. did you start picking up producing when was that like got into well, your blood was first yeah that's yeah I'm, i was playing drums i was in the drum line like fifth grade music like i was in the hospital so unfortunately I never learned how to read music but I always had good rhythm so I think it was like maybe I, did, I, I got a, a Fruity Loops rip and like when I was like 15 maybe and I fuck around with it my mom had one of those like Vio uh, <laughs> computers she had like the mic set up so I take the mic to the, to the door and I would just listen to myself record and I would like rap over Jay Dillard shit and like rap over other shit and then I was like fucking around with Fruity Loops. I didn't know tempo or anything. So I was basically just self-taught and I would just fuck around through um, Kawaii. But I didn't have like a, a, a dead switch to Mac. So then I learned how to use Logic. So, but then I really started, you know, coming into my own as a, as a producer and using Logic. Because it was, you know, more intuitive. It was more like the shit that I was, I was using when I was editing. So producing is just always, I don't know, it's just always been in my blood. Like, when I didn't want to go outside or if, you know, my mom was trying to keep me out of the streets or whatever, I would just make beats. And it would take up all my time. I used to sit with my girlfriend at the time, just 
you know, she'd be on the phone. <laughs> just literally on the phone. Like, and just I'd just be making beats for hours and hours and hours and hours. Production is an interesting process because there's no producer that can tell you how to do it. You kind of have to duct tape your way through it until you yeah. find a system that and it works for you. Right. And it, and it wasn't to like, I'd never thought of myself as a producer or like a, a musician. I just wanted to make beats. And I really liked Mad Lib. I was collecting like Stone's Throw shit at the time, like, and listening to J Rock and all his mixes and the blends and the medicine shows. It's just like, damn, I just want to find loops like this to share it now. <laughs> I kind of have to you call know? myself out on my bullshit because I didn't get on that Quasimodo until like three weeks ago. Oh, man. I, I, I know that. I know that. I know the alter ego. I know oh, the symbol. Man. But I was like, I just never got around to it. And I always, I will always forget. And I was like, okay, let me let me see what this yellow bear is but about. But that was us. That was us, though. You know, Matt, like, Quaz is the homies, like. That's us all the way. You just you just end up in some bullshit, and you got a brick in your hand. It's the it's the you know the misadventures like that shit that shit will forever be ingrained in the subconscious of society. Right? <laughs> it's just a great character. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I, I want more. But here's the thing. Now I gotta pay like triple the vinyl price because I was so late on it. But I'm going to. Oh yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to. Um, say, saying that, how how did when you think about your next project and and really how what you want to put out in the world a lot of yeah. artists that i've been talking to is really about just a feeling and timing it out um i get yeah. the sense that you're very cerebral even maybe yeah. over some of your the rest of the crew like you're very it seems like you're very calculating and aware of how you feel about things um absolutely and that's impressive for 24 because i'm i'm 39 and i'm a hot i'm a fucking hot mess i'm a hot mess i'm in my feelings all the time i don't know why i'm hey i'm in my feelings too sometimes man but i don't got beats to work them through i just gotta i gotta do something hey that's, that's um, the secret how, how do you how do you conceptualize these ideas and how do you start because your projects aren't just they're not they're not lazy whatsoever yeah i think it's i think it's more of just what I'm going through at the time or what I'm reading or what me and my, my girlfriend are talking about. Um, the current There's a lot girlfriend. of, you know, my current girlfriend, <laughs> yes. <laughs> wifey, yes. Yes. Just shout out to Wifey. Shout out to Wifey. Uh, yeah, it's just like, I've been reading a lot of Malcolm X lately, just about black nationalism and I read a lot of Fanon um, and just what's going on in the world. Just, I feel like everybody's so susceptible to, to energy at, at the moment um, and it may be because of information or you know media or getting caught in stories because you always notice how you read a story and it links you to another story that links you to another story you know and you get this kind of uh, it's like a depression you know because you're seeing people that look like you die every day yeah. you know it's a communal and, it's a communal depression I work with young yeah, people it's, it's, and this is how I label it like we see yeah, enough things happen yeah, to us. It's, it's tough. It's just communal. Yeah. Right. It's tough to, to get through. So when I, nobody likes to talk about the rappers that are emotional, you know, you get like labeled. It's never. Yeah. You get labeled. It's like, Oh, you want to talk about this and how you feel about this. But you know, that's, I don't think that's fair. No. Cause emotion brings about ideas, you know, and love and happiness and also hate and envy and joy. So, and I feel like 
whichever is on my heart the heaviest at the time when I feel compelled to share it because I'm constantly constantly making stuff constantly I have I have beats from you know people's favorite producers we got albums made you know songs made like stuff is done but it's just about what what is going to resonate at this time right now that I feel like you know because I feel like that's what we've had a good uh as cyborg as a unit we've had a good we've had our finger on the pulse with that you know like my homie dropped tyranny you know at a time where I feel like that concept is just going to resonate right now even though people may not be listening to it shout out to Chris you know that that shit is going to come back around and you're going to realize like damn you know like you know he was talking some shit on this album you know about what a, what a man can really do you know with his shadow you know because you're always chasing that shadow that inner self that you don't want to come out a lot of people are embracing that so i feel like it's just finding a balance between all the all the wild shit that's going on in my head and trying, <laughs> and trying to just put it into something that's like you know that you can you can take pieces from yeah in in your music and even as you're talking there is this constant duality going on and it's it's in the music yeah. i could tell it's in the music but now that we're talking and and we're and we're vibing i could tell that there's this constant struggle between wanting to be balanced with the universe around you and the pull to be right. unbalanced which leads to a lot of destruction around you but there's a pull right. in both directions yeah. how real is that Absolutely. for you on your everyday and even with the rest of the team cuz proze is also that way like proze is definitely like all right three piece yeah. says a lot about my brother and it's a great listen right. but it also like it, 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 you could tell he has the 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 rabbit hole for his mind and his self health oh, yeah. is deep and deep and he puts it out there and he was very candid on on the episode before this so go check it out and shout out to Proje yeah. for being that vulnerable yeah, and you could tell it. you could tell he's been through some stuff and instead of yeah. just like pretending to be a fake gangster or whatever like a lot of people do yeah I said that you could come at me and crush a lot of cheese I said <laughs> I see right through you I mean, it's all right you yeah. guys are coming from a, a vulnerability through expression of your art how much of that duality yeah. is a constant thing for you guys how do you balance that out how do well, you remedy that I feel like it's just the universe man we're reflections of 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 what is out there you know the shit that we don't understand like I'm constantly trying to to understand you know understand what's going on and trying to take it in and not be overcome by it. And it's just it's just like finding a balance between it is is necessary for for you know just sanity and and making music and making music is an exercise, you know, because we're we're artists before anything else. So you know we want to rally people together. We want to let people know that the youth know that it's okay to express yourself you know and not have to deal with the bullshit like you know your parents and your, everybody counts your teachers they always try to quiet you up you know he had a, I had a little bit too much mouth when I was when I was young I had to you know tell people about themselves second grade third grade you know my teachers is, I'm telling them they born and all types of shit but that was my my style it got me in trouble but it also made me into the person I am you know Cause all that shit that you go through that, you know, fucks you up. <laughs> it all carry the L just like a W. Yeah. So I, I have a feeling we could talk for hours. And I think one of the things yeah. I appreciate about your team is that you guys put it out there in your music. It, it's, of course. it's not mainstream music, folks. 
you have to be an active listener you have to be engaged with it to get all of it but do yourself a favor hit the links below to Dabzini's uh, catalog right there is in the in the link what are you waiting for if you have streaming services yeah, whatever yeah. I, I suggest you buy it for the artist get more love but I, I, I do recommend that you check it out and one of the things that I would always tell young people I'm older so a lot of people are younger than me so I always say young people yeah. um, is have conversation with older folks like who've been through some shit like learn how to be an active listener and you Absolutely. might and you might learn some stuff from some OGs. So that's a, what we do here in the Crush a Lot podcast. Um, you know, just we want you guys to win. You're doing it. Keep keep at it. We'll be here anytime you guys need anything. Go support Dabzini, Proze, the rest it, of the man. crew, doing some good work outside of the box stuff that really needs to be celebrated for for their creativeness and just their vulnerability. Yeah, it's gonna be dark. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, twisted. Yeah. But I love that shit. We all have a little bit of that. And remember, folks, I say it on almost every episode. Lambskin condoms don't fucking work. <laughs> Either learn your pull-out game or wear yeah. the latex, my mind. Yeah, don't like, play with that don't shit. Don't play with don't that. Don't play with God. Don't play with that. Don't ask me why <laughs> I know that. Crush a lot podcast. Like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Zabzini is good to have you hey, anytime, yo. my brother. All right, bro. Peace. Appreciate it. Peace.